The total amount of student loans I owe is $119,397. I had about $25,000 in student loan debt. I have $50,000 in student debt. I'm currently in $60,000 in debt. I have $24,000 in student loans. This is The Cost of Opportunity, a podcast about student loan debt from the Cap Times. I'm Caitlin Farrell. Um, My name is Tammy Baldwin. I'm a U.S. Senator from the state of Wisconsin. I, I have had the opportunity to travel the state of Wisconsin, visiting a variety of uh, campuses, uh, private, public, two-year, four-year, to hear from students and uh, recent graduates about their struggles with the cost of higher education and the debt that they have incurred in order to get a degree. Over the five years she's been in the U.S. Senate, Tammy Baldwin has heard from a lot of Wisconsin college students and graduates about their student loans. When she heard we were doing this podcast, she wanted to chat about what she had heard. So when I was in D.C. earlier this month, I visited her Senate office. Senator Baldwin said the stories she heard when visiting campuses across the state have had similar themes. People unable to refinance their debt. Uh, People who... um, you know, talk about how this is part of the American dream. And since kindergarten, they've been encouraged to pursue a four-year education. And um, then uh, when they're eligible, it's just going to lead them into really mountains of debt to pursue what they've been told to pursue their entire lives. There are uh, folks um, who I've heard from uh, that are wondering if they'll ever be out of debt. She said she heard from a lot of people who feel called to go into public service or to go work for a nonprofit, but feel like because of the debt they would accrue trying to get there, it's not an option. And so people feel like they don't have all the choices, even after securing a bachelor's or higher degree. Senator Baldwin said she realized student debt was a problem several years ago as more and more people started to contact her office about it. I I certainly early on heard about people stuck with really high interest rates, multiple loans, difficulty consolidating. And people would call me and call my office for help and ideas and and share their ideas on what we could do uh, to better assist. Baldwin is among those who say student loans have gotten out of hand mainly because state governments have decreased their investment in public universities. It's true that there is a correlation between state spending and high student debt, but whether one directly causes the other is in dispute. Others say the fault is with the universities. They have an incentive to jack up costs and should manage their money better, so the argument goes. But Baldwin says that ultimately lawmakers should focus on solutions that can relieve borrowers now. I really believe that um, we could spend a lot of time pointing fingers, um, and yet during the time that occurs, students are becoming more and more indebted. Baldwin has been working on several proposals to let students refinance their loans. 
She is part of a growing chorus of bipartisan lawmakers from Wisconsin, including Mike Gallagher and Glenn Grothman, two Republican congressmen, who have also voiced support for allowing students to refinance. It should be uh, much easier for students to uh, refinance their their high interest loans, consolidate and um, enjoy the lower interests and interest rates that are um, available today. And frankly, the fact that we may see those interest rates go up means that it's really critical for Congress to act quickly. And I'm of course a co-sponsor of the um, the measure to allow students to do just that. Um, secondly. Uh, I believe that uh, we need to renew and reauthorize the Perkins Loan Program. The Perkins Loan Program has been at the forefront of Baldwin's fight in recent weeks. It expired on September 30th, and she's working on a bill right now to reauthorize it. Perkins is one of the oldest federal loan programs and was created for low-income students in the 1950s. It has a fixed interest rate of 5%, and loans can be up to $5,000 in one year. It doesn't work like your average government loan program. The Perkins program is managed and based at the institutions students are attending. It's a revolving fund, meaning that when borrowers start to repay loans, that money is used to fund the loans for future students. In the 2015-16 school year, the Perkins loan program provided $25.5 million in loans to 13,672 UW System students, according to the Board of Regents. Last year, there were 27,513 awards, totaling more than $60 million to students in Wisconsin. Baldwin says it's imperative to continue that program. She is also working on a bill that would establish federal and state partnerships to make the first two years of community college free. You'll see uh, around Wisconsin, more and more campuses are making a commitment um, to first-generation families, to low-income families, to um, hardworking students to help them Uh, get through uh, the first two years tuition-free. A common theme I've heard from folks on all sides of the political aisle is that financial literacy is key to addressing the student debt issue. Baldwin agrees. A student loan is usually somebody's first loan. They may be 18 years old, um, and uh, I do think it's uh, very helpful for us to talk about these things earlier than Uh, the first semester of college, um, both in terms of selecting a university or college that's right for them, and in terms of uh, figuring out how much you have to save when you start working and when you work over the summers, uh, and, um, you know, how, uh, how borrowing works and what it'll mean after you graduate. Baldwin acknowledged that a lot has changed since she and many of her colleagues in Congress went to school. She didn't struggle with student debt. She said she sees a generational disconnect between what she hears from young borrowers and what she hears from fellow senators. I've heard any number of uh, colleagues back in my days in the legislature or uh, my time in Congress talk about how they worked their way through school they uh, slept on other people's couches that, um, uh, and they emerged without any debt. And the implication is 
uh, everybody today should be able to do that too. And uh, so I do think that there's uh, failure to recognize and, uh, you know, what's going on today, which is why it was so important for me to listen, uh, to tour the state, to understand the challenges um, that people have with our current financial aid system. We've got more podcast episodes coming, expanding on the social implications of debt and talking more about people who manage it. More print stories are coming and will be published at captimes.com. Thanks to Eric Lawrenson, who edits and mixes this podcast. And thanks to you again for listening. I'm Caitlin Farrell.